Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie LaFrac and today I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are one year together. Can you believe it? A whole year of unfucking ourselves. <laughs> Just the visual on that. I'm like, how do I unfuck myself? If you're new to uh, this podcast, hi. I appreciate you being here. Definitely subscribe so you never missed an episode. What is this podcast all about? Unfucking your weight loss is really about untangling, right? All of the thoughts, all of the feelings that we've had probably for many years and all about our weight, what we should weigh, what the scale should say, how we should look, what size clothing we should be in, all of that, and becoming really aware, not indulging in the drama, in the victimness, in more confusion, in allowing the overwhelm that can come from more reading and more researching and more Googling and more thinking about the next diet or the new workout or the special supplement and taking action from the place of where and or who you want to be, creating your new up-leveled self-concept. That is really what it's all about, I think. As much as in this podcast, especially if you go through all the episodes, I do lay out actual like tips, tricks, tools, strategies, what I would buy for my grocery list, um, how to make meal prep easier. Like there's all kinds of very practical things. And I, I know for myself, sometimes we need that. We need to be reminded, hey, you can make this so much easier. But at the end of the day, what this is all about is looking at our self-concept. Because if we want to not just lose weight, but keep it off forever and ever, which, right? Why would you, why would that even be a question? You want to lose weight and then be done with it, right? As if like once I've arrived, I've arrived, that is going to involve actually being different. I have to think differently. I have to believe different thoughts about myself. My self-concept has to change. I have to become a woman who doesn't obsess about food or the number on the scale. It doesn't mean that I don't want to lose weight. It doesn't mean that I don't want to rock my skinny jeans, and I know skinny jeans aren't in style anymore, but note to self, I love skinny jeans. There, I said it. Um, whatever jeans, whatever clothes, shorts, bathing suit, G-string, I don't fucking care. Whatever it is, it doesn't mean that we don't care and we don't want more. I think you have to identify exactly what it is that you want. Who do you want to be? That's the self-concept that we kind of work backwards from. We have to reverse engineer it. So, I know it's a lot. Um, and some of, and some of the things that come up when we think about our self-concept or we think about who we want to be, there's this little thing that gets in the way. 
it's this underlying kind of nagging voice about, and I'm going to cue Wayne's World. And if you're, (laughs) and if who, if you are who I think you are, you know, the movie Wayne's World and you know, the, one of the uh, signature lines from the movie and it's not schwing, (laughs) although that might be one of them. It's we're not worthy. Um, We're not worthy. There's a, there might be, I'm not trying to tell you exactly what you think and feel, but there may be in your way, an underlying little nagging, irritating voice that tells you, but you're not worthy or it's not worth it. You're not worth it. And that is something, um, there was a couple episodes, uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't know when I was going to talk all about self-worth. And then in my true fashion, I was like, yeah, no, that's way too, <laughs> that's way too deep for me. Let's talk about food prep where I talked about something more surface level. And one of the other goals for this podcast is to actually have fun, to make it fun, to have a few laughs, to not take it all so seriously. And that's, you know, I invite you to do the same. I'm assuming that you're listening because you want to lose weight. You've done all the things. You've bought all the books. You got the t-shirt. And yet here's, we're still here. So what is up with that? Um, First of all, you are worthy. A hundred percent. And I would invite you. I know not everyone here has kids, but you, if you don't have kids, you were once a child. And I want you for just a moment to reflect, if you have kids, do you look at your kids and wonder what they're worth? (laughs) Like, how how do we measure our children's worth? Do we train them to measure their own worth by the grades, how fast they can read, uh, whether they made the sports team or not, whether they have a million friends or not? It's... It's interesting when you really start to look at where our self-worth comes from. And a lot of it, of course, is from childhood. Uh, Sidetrack, but not really. I said something to my husband about somebody, of course, like, you know, the typical, like, I wonder what's wrong with that person. Like, what is wrong with that person? (laughs) What is wrong with her? And I wasn't talking about myself, but I could have been. And he said, well, as in most things, probably some kind of childhood trauma. And it's kind of like a little joke we have between the two of us as, you know, we both are, I think, aware enough to know and recognize our own shit that comes from the way we grew up. Different. Um, And the same in some ways, but in different in other ways. And a lot, if you struggle with self-worth, it is okay. It's totally normal. I, I don't think people get out of childhood without some kind of um, childhood wound, as it were. Again, I am not a psychologist. I am not a psychiatrist. I am not a PhD. I am not a doctor. I'm not trying to be. But this is my um, my take on it from working with thousands of women over decades and working with myself. My own personal journey was was really about discovering wow, you know, we come into young adulthood and adulthood, you know, trying to feel valuable or trying to get somebody to tell us we're good enough. We're pretty enough. We're smart enough. Everybody likes us, right? It's like that 
trying to get that value. And it is so interesting how that manifests for us. And I think a lot of women get stuck in that struggle, that the only way I'm good enough or I have my my self-esteem and my self-worth is tied to a number on the scale, the clothing tag. If somebody out in the public says, wow, you look good, then I must be good. I must be good enough. But without that, if the scale, if the scale does not tell me the number or nobody says you look good, then do I? Do I not look good? Am I not good enough? And I think it's important. Um, I want to bring it up. And I, I think it's important to recognize that this can be something you address. It, and again, it's not about going into the past and going into your childhood and calling your parents and yelling at them. They did the best they could. They did what they, you know, they either did exactly what their parents did, which is, you know, you have to get good grades and you have to be, a, you know, a, a good person and you have to be a nice girl and you have to like everybody and you have to share all your toys and you have to hug fucking everyone. Um, or they tried to do the opposite of their parents and they just, you know, didn't give you any input whatsoever. You know, it's almost like, you know, do whatever. That's fine. Great job, but I'm not even looking. Um, and I recognized that in myself. My parents had very overbearing parents, very much like, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to wear for clothing. This is where you're going to college. This is what you're going to be when you grow up. That's how my parents grew up. And in both of them separately. And in reaction to that, I think what they thought was the best course of action um, was to not pry in my life (laughs) and and just not, but not give me any guidance really and not really tell me anything (laughs) at all. Like it was, it's, you know, looking back, it's sort of interesting Um, and it's okay. I, you know, my mother, um, has passed away. So a lot of things I cannot reconcile with her. Um, and I have made peace with that. Um, we did not have the best relationship and I have made peace with that. Um, my dad is still alive and, um, it's interesting, you know, uh, the relationship I have with him is great and I love my dad and I totally understand where he came from. Um, and you know, the kind of parent he was and side note, Um, He has apologized on more than one occasion where he has felt himself not being a great parent. And I think most of us feel like we're not great parents. And it's sort of interesting where our weight loss, right? Weight loss would be really easy if it was just simply about what you eat and how you work out and nothing more. We wouldn't even be talking. I would have given you an easy to follow meal plan that you could follow for the rest of your life. You would have lost the weight. And you would have kept it off. And that would be that. There would not be a diet industry. And the reason, and and I bring all of this up to show you, it is more complicated than that. If we were robots, you would get the right amount of food and the right amount of exercise. And that would be that, right? In this this new era of AI, (laughs) Um, artificial intelligence, right? It's we're humans with human brains and it's a beautiful thing. And it's kind of... um, a shortcoming sometimes, right? It's our humanness, our our thoughts and feelings that we think, right? I am my thoughts and feelings. I am my past. You know, I my self-concept is 
all of this stuff that's been going on for decades. If I was, you know, if I grew up as the bookworm, if I grew up as the social butterfly, if I grew up as the party girl, if I grew up as the, um, you know, whatever, the, the, the chubby chick or whatever, then that becomes my self-concept. And I'm here to tell you in this podcast and from me to you, you get to decide. Our thoughts and feelings are not permanent. They are really about the context, like what is going on right now in your life. When you change your self-concept, then you will actually have different thoughts and feelings. Not 100% different, but imagine right now if you were whatever you wanted to be, an award-winning author or um, an Olympic athlete or an actress or somebody who lost weight and kept it off and made eating food so easy, like what kinds of thoughts and feelings would you have? That's what I'm talking about. Um, And so I have questions for you. And obviously I recognize a lot of us listen to podcasts when we're out walking, we're driving, we're not sitting at our desk um, because usually we're watching videos on TikTok. (laughs) And this is not a video on TikTok yet. Um, So here we go. How could you transform your own life? right? How could you transform your own life? What would, what would that transformation look like? And I would, I don't know, set a timer for two minutes, three minutes, and just write down everything that you would change, that you would up-level, that you would tweak or create from zero. How could you 10x your results? And it's uh, in full disclosure, Um, I do listen to a lot of business books and podcasts about business, right? So I'm always thinking about not just how do I incrementally improve my business or my life, but how could I like 10 exit? How could you 10 X your satisfaction? How could you make your weight loss journey fun or enjoyable or simply not suck and feel punitive? Right? Those are questions I would ask. I would see what comes up from there. And what if figuring out weight loss and how it works for your life is the same as figuring out how to solve any problem or any challenge? Sometimes we think weight loss is, um, you know, the thing, that one thing I can't figure out, that one thing that's eluded me. I have the house, I have the car, I have the career, I have the marriage, I have the kids, I have like, as if, right, we're just collecting things in life. We're just collecting. And it does kind of, it's interesting how that ties into our self-worth, right? Our worthiness. Um, as I climb the corporate ladder or as I uh, create more impact or more wealth or my bank account or the amount of things I have, the stuff, the vacations, right? I'm, I'm collecting all the things, all the signs of my success. Um, and yet I don't feel necessarily that I have control and that I'm not satisfied and I don't know what to do about my weight or what I think about my weight, my body, my body composition, my health, the way I feel in my body, the way I feel in my clothing, the way I show up in my own life. And I think you're here for that. So we can get, and I'm all for it. I want you to get the career. I want you to start your business. I want you to buy real estate. I want you to buy a boat. I want you to have 20 cars, whatever it is you want. (laughs) But ultimately, 
when it comes right down to it, I think we're all looking for peace, calm, assuredness, certainty, control about how we feel in our own bodies and in our own life. And, you know, sort of dismantling um, some of some of the past, right, to, to figure it out. I think part of looking in the past, looking at your childhood or how you grew up, is also to make peace with it, is also to find not what was wrong with it and how everybody screwed up and how it went sideways and what could have been better and what you did wrong and all the bad diets you tried and all the ways that you tried to get attention and all the things you could be ashamed and embarrassed about. Like, no, I think also look back into your past and see, wow, Look at all, all the ways that you've succeeded, all the ways that you figured things out. How did you get from there to here, right? With your own brain, because you were persistent, because you showed up and you can do the same in your weight loss. I guarantee you. Um, I had an interesting, very, <laughs> I had a week of a lot of different feelings. Um, if you're not already on my Facebook page, you'll see two posts, two very interesting, like two totally different things happened this week. Um, I saw all of these things about this comedian. I didn't know he was comedian. I'm like, is this guy like, I don't know, like a country singer? Like, cause there's all this, this stuff about concert tickets for Matt Reif. And I'm like, okay, he must be a country singer, right? Cause I don't really follow country. I really don't go to concerts. I have no, I'm not cool and young. I don't know what's going on. Help. I'm living in an alternate reality where I don't know what everybody else knows. And probably, you know, by now you might know who Matt Reif is, but you know, only a couple days ago, I didn't not know. And I went down, of course, the rabbit hole to try and figure it out. And I did um, find some of his videos and I sat on my couch and I laughed and I had a good time and I thought it was fun. And I thought the whole, all of it's fun. And it really got me thinking about having fun and how can I make my life fun and how every day I, you know, again, life is 50-50 for sure. There are things that are going to suck and that will be out of my control. And sometimes you just have a, a poopy day and you just want to feel poopy and you just want to be in that mood. But for that moment, the Matt Reif thing was a reminder of what feels good to me, genuine to me, authentic to me, which is having fun and laughing my ass off. And, um, if you haven't, if you haven't seen who Matt Reif is, um, I think you'll like him a lot. And if you need a laugh, I would watch a couple of videos and then ask yourself, how could you make today fun for you? What would be fun? Again, we can make, again, it's just, it's just our thoughts. I can make paying bills fun. I could, right? How could I? Let me think about it. Just like, how could I make meal prep fun? Or how could I make eating dinner fun? I know it sounds kind of like too good to be true. Maybe just watch Matt Rife videos. Maybe just get a eight by 10 glossy of Matt Rife to carry around with you. And on the other side of the spectrum, a few days later, after discovering Matt Rife and thinking that I had changed my whole world, um, that I discovered, um, you know, some secret that I was, I was, <laughs> I was in the dark about. Um, I watched a movie, A Man Called Otto. Oh my God. So in just a couple days, I felt like I went from, you know, just having fun and just laughing and, you know, 
just finding joy um, in that to like, oh my God, this movie has whatever just emotionally drained me. And it it is just an interesting, I just felt like that is life. It's like a Matt Reif, man called Otto. It's like a Matt and Otto sandwich. On one hand, you have something that is just hilarious and hysterical and you find joy and laughter and also connection with thousands, millions of other people who are enjoying that humor and who are looking for that fresh take. And this person who's not hard on the eyes either, by the way. Um, and on the other side, there is, um, you know, uh, love and sadness and, oh my God, if you haven't seen um, A Man Called Otto, consider yourself warned, you might need Kleenex, um, but it is a great movie. And I just had the wildest week ever in that it, it caught in between these two things and enjoying them both, enjoying, um, enjoying crying, enjoying feeling those feelings um, and not letting it mean anything. Sometimes we see movies, especially movies that depict, you know, people who are truly in love and truly connected and they have found their soulmate and it's all magical and it's all romantic and it's, it's movie stuff. And I could allow myself to go down the road of being like, oh my God, I'll never meet that right person. Um, I'll never have my name on a gravestone with another person. Like I went down that, I obviously went down that road. Um, but I, I didn't stay there long. I wanted just to enjoy the the being able to feel those feelings, to feel very human and connected and to feel sad and to feel hopeful and to feel happy and to feel all of it. And this, that's what Unfuck Your Weight Loss is about. As much as I personally don't like feelings, <laughs> I would rather not. I have a shirt that says, fuck your feelings. I definitely push myself sometimes right through them. Um, feelings are just part of being human. And you're going to have days that you don't feel motivated and you don't feel great and you don't feel the fun and the joy in it all. And it is okay. It doesn't mean that is the way it is. I really think to help you get to your weight loss, to your permanent weight loss, to the life and body that you want, it is about allowing all of the feelings and then deciding sometimes I have thoughts, I have feelings, but I also have a self-concept and I can get into the actions of that self-concept despite my thoughts and feelings. I don't have to, because sometimes with the thoughts and feelings, we can get really sidetracked. We can get super distracted. We can let those be reasons, excuses for not taking action, for not moving forward, for not getting exactly what we want. And then our day and our week and our month and our whole year turns into Groundhog Day. So if there is something that I could give you, because every single podcast I talk about taking action, think about who you want to be. What does that look like? How could you transform your life? And I mean that in every single, in every single way. 
Who do you want to be? And even notice in the ways that your self-concept has changed. When you graduated college or when you had your first relationship or your first job or your first promotion or you bought your first home, you had your first pet or you became a mom. Those are all ways that your self-concept probably did change. And we can make those changes at any given time. One of the, one of the actions I think um, that is very helpful and will transport your self-concept if you allow it is exercise. And that is one of the things I noticed in my own journey is that when I started to work out, it took my self-concept, it went from, I was like, you know, a girl who came out of college who smoked cigarettes and drank beer and went into, and then I became a jazzercise instructor. I became then a fitness professional. I became a personal trainer. I became a fitness manager. I, I changed my concept by taking different actions. It's not because I was thinking, how could I change my self-concept? Is that I just tried new things. I took that one step forward. I joined that next gym. I took that next certification. I just tried new things. And, you know, I got on stage as a bodybuilder. I opened a business. I became a mom. And all of those things have been very transformational in the way that they have challenged my own self-concept. And probably the one thing, um, well, it's different, right? Your self-concept changes in different ways. But I even if you are not a mom, you don't own a home, you have never exercised, what action could you be taking from the place of who you want to be? Let's draw that self-concept. Let's create that self-concept. Let's, let's do it, put it in words, in writing, in pictures. I don't care if it's a vision board. I don't care if it's an etch-a-sketch, but let's start getting into action. All right, my friends, I know I took you all over the place. (laughs) I am all over the place, but you know what? I'm also right here with you. One year into Unfuck Your Weight Loss, let's go. Only one life to live, and this is it. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.